Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. the Lori and Julia show here on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. And much like the Academy, we want to let you know that there's a lot of things we were going to talk about, but we are limited by time. Dad, <laughs> kind of have to cut Can you those believe <laughs> that they would... Why, uh, you know, yeah. is there no one giving them the old... Uh, never explain, Warren never complain. Cowan, never complain, never explain no. uh, thing? There, what are you going to do? I don't know. Anyway, sure, it was fun to see Chan. I love oh, him. He's so love the suburbs. They're so fun to see that. I guess his opening act. Uh, well, the, DJ Rude is playing that in Milo. Yes, Milo. Uh, he's uh, there. I don't even know what Milo is. Band, woman, man, group of people. I don't know. But if they're up. opening for the suburbs, that'll be Milo. Good. Looks like it's uh, Milo music. It's 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 a uh, African American dude. Okay, good. Milo. Milo. And um, you can listen to him on YouTube. And the suburbs are going on at ten. So okay, there you go. You can plan. And he started in seven twenty seventeen. Milo SoundCloud project. All right. And, all right. See Chan. He, he uh, they, Milo they know music. what's going on with the music. They know. Well, let's. Can we listen to the new music? Don't yes. we have a new song, Donnie, today? Well, I'll tell what? you what happened nine years ago this day. Please tell me. Lady Gaga released Born This Way, which was the lead single from the album of the same name. It sold... Uh, Baby, I was born this it became, way. It became the iTunes fastest-selling single. They sold a million I, uh, songs in five days. That was... Milo's a bunch of kids. Nine years ago. Yeah, nine years ago, six weeks at number one, certified platinum. Uh, that was the year that we did the contest where people did the videos. Telephone. Telephone. It was for telephone. No, and but we just had to, we gave away tickets. She was performing yes, she here was, on that first tour. It the was Born the, this the way first tour. one was so fun, and then she came back the next year and she had the hip problem and didn't move. But that first time we saw her, the Born This Way, it was oh. amazing. It was Great. amazing. And, and then be- she started dressing funny for the art pop album, yeah. like Triscuits and yeah, other yeah. things. Yeah, and Tom from Roberto's Hair Salon won the video he did. I think he That's did right. telephone. Ooh. We asked people to do Lady Gaga mm-hmm. recreation videos to win. I have no memory tickets. of that. 
totally. to go see Lady Gaga <laughs> yes. at Fun. Excel. Wow. I totally remember. That was, okay. we really had creative people. There were fun. That was fun. Yeah. And then um, I thought this was kind of an interesting story that um, biography put up today because it was eight years ago that Whitney Houston died on February 11th. Eight years ago, Donnie posted I was kind in of her Bozeman, life Montana. photos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I was at the Yellowstone Club. I remember exactly where I was. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Were we on the it air was, when it Whitney was died? No, it was a Saturday. It was a Saturday night. Yep. Saturday night, yeah. Yes, I do remember where I was. Mm-hmm. I think I was getting ready to go out, and I think uh, Casey's daughter Told sent you. me a text. Yeah. Oh, and geez. said, look at your phone. Whitney died. And I was like, what? Because right. we had just stayed at the Beverly Hilton. Yes, we did. Like two weeks before for the SAG Awards because it used to be at the end of the month. Totally. Yeah. We were so, right there. So Biography put up a, a story that uh, the truth behind uh, the supposed feud between Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey. And I had totally forgotten that these two um, in the begin, like going back to 1990, that they were thrown up against each other. Who? Mariah Carey and Whitney oh, Houston. Yes. So by the time Mariah released her first single, Vision of Love, in 1990, Whitney Houston already had two multi-platinum albums, um, which she had released at the age of 22. And um, they both had powerhouse voices, close in age, so they were likened to one another. And when you're new, Mariah Carey said in an early interview, she says, they always have to compare you to someone. There are a lot worse people I could be compared to. Whitney's a superstar and a great singer. But then when Mariah's self-titled debut album that in 1990 sold oh, yes. 5 million copies and Whitney Houston's third album sold a respectable 5 million the same year, but she'd had two back-to-back sure. years. All these comparisons started about uh, it's this huge rivalry, and the press constantly pitted the two of them against each other. Ugh. And um, Whitney was asked in a European interview, what do you think of her, meaning Mariah? And she said, well, what do I think of her? I don't think of her. And then left out, left out that musically, I think she's a good singer, which was the next thing she said. And then when Mariah Carey's One Sweet Day knocked off the Shoop Shoop song, Houston was again asked on live on MTV, maybe it's not what I think, it's what she thinks, me and Mariah, it's more Mm -hmm. important. And then they shut down the rumors when they did a duet together, which won an Oscar for Mm -hmm. Prince of Egypt, When You Believe. And they kind of shut it down. They recorded it. They had fun. It won an Academy Award. Um, they showed up at the 1998 MTV Music Awards from two different sides of the stages. Both of them wearing the same totally, brown dress. Totally remember this. Mm-hmm. And they were in on it. And then mm-hmm. they did the same thing in the white gowns for the Academy Award when they sang in 1999 their song that did win uh, an Oscar. And so they never were foes but it was that yes. one thing that like anyway it's like the same one with mariah carey and jennifer lopez oh no that's real i know that one's real do <laughs> don't that is a bad I don't that's know a bad her. example don't know no she and whitney were friends and they had fun recording that song and it was like a big deal for both of them you know because yes, that, it was i mean that song totally yes it's that's amazing so um Anyway, and I love that they did eight the white years. gowns at the Academy Awards yeah, singing years. When You Believe. I know. 
So anyway, that is our musical thing down uh, memory lane and, and Adele's body and Adele went to the Oscars and there's no end to people having thoughts about what about her weight loss. Yeah. Can a girl just breathe and be? She looks amazing, I guess. She looks but great. It, it, yeah, she's yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what to say. If we're not There's supposed to, to say, say, no, no, no. You but look I mean, good. she's always been amazingly gorgeous. I mean, she has been a beautiful but it's woman. Like there any are size. people that are getting offended that she's no longer heavier, heavier. Oh, for crying out loud! Let mm-hmm. a, you know, people feel the same about me, Lori. Well, why Ju- doesn't Julia gain back that thirty pounds she gained <laughs> right after her divorce? Oh no, it was forty. Why? Can't we roll her down like a barrel down the street? Who is she? You know, but I believe this because someone else lost weight and people are mad. Lizzo looked like she was dropping a few or something, and someone's like, she can't lose weight now. And that the model that just had the baby, people were mad at her if she'd lose weight. Well, women, our bodies fluctuate, they go up and down. People just feel real free to comment. And Adele might just be going through a period in her life where she's. Like single, breastfeeding her six-year-old. No, she's not. But Simon <laughs> is gone, and yeah. she and Simon did a lot of eating, eating and laying around, and maybe they just didn't Your have life a, changes. Yeah, and maybe she's just like, uh, maybe I'm uh, not as hungry as I thought. Well, exactly. I always, man, every time I would have a breakup, same. I would. You would think I would lose weight like crazy. Depends what age you are, Lori. You well, haven't had a breakup in your later years. Well, no, it no, hits you I, harder. No, I. But I'm not. I don't. I'm not. If I'm upset, I'm not hungry. You're not hungry. I am not I'm hungry. The same way. I am not hungry. I, I used just, to be like that. Yeah, and I've always been that way. And so I just like oh god. Being upset and living alone for the first time in forever was um, a different type of freedom <laughs> that. Before you'd had sort of constraints. Yeah. Because <laughs> no one cares if you make your bed. No one cared if you got right. up before work. No one cared if you ate at midnight. No one right. cared if you ate at seven. You know, it was yeah. just, it's weird. Yeah. But anywho. All right. All right we gotta go. go. It's time for random thoughts. Did you miss Hollywood speak? You can always find it on the podcast. Download or stream my talk shows wherever you find your podcasts or at my talk keyword podcast. You know, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, people. It's just random. And if you are having the day that we're supposed to be having according to the holiday of the day (laughs) website... Okay. We want you to be electrified today. All right. Um, or, Or get out your guitar. Get out your guitar. How about my ukulele? Your or u- my harmonica? You can do or my kazoo. A kazoo is always good. <laughs> it's always good. All right. What do you think the value of an NBA team on average is? And that's would be the basketball. Um, five hundred million. Danny, I don't think it's that high. Two fifty million. Yeah. You guys are so below. Really? Forbes values the average NBA team at over two billion. Whoa! For Whoa. the first time, with four franchises valued at over four billion. Ask That's, me about shoe prices. I know. I mean, there's a there lot of a things. Th- there's a lot of things you could ask me about that I would be better at guessing the price. Yeah. Of. 
And Donnie, if we're you do the prices yeah, right. Yeah, I really blew that one. Yeah, that's all right. We're not going to hold thinking. it against you. No, we're not going to bring it up again. Not, none undervalue. of us are buying an NBA team. We're not going to do soon. it. We're not even if pool we do, our resources. yeah, even if we pool it together and ask a few friends and family, <laughs> yeah, <we got> friends. <laughs> it's not happening. No, we can be. We we can say that. All right. So yeah. Valentine's Day is on Friday. Friday. What? Right. What? Um, okay. The number one thing women want for Valentine's Day, according to this survey, is chocolate. Mm-hmm. The number one thing guys want is sex. sex. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, they want sexual favors. Twenty yeah. percent of men said they'd like to receive sexual favors. Thirty percent of women want yeah. candy. Okay, here's an idea for a Valentine's present. If you cover yourself in chocolate, no. Well, you can do that, but I mean, be at That's a hotel messy. and it's exactly. very messy, and you really... could get charged a two fifty. Room charge. You know what I was going to say? Just telling me a diarrhea. Every woman. That's right. That's you run the risk of that. Oh, yes. look at the poopers. <laughs> Room sixty. But they left a five dollar yeah. tab. Right. <laughs> no, but every every woman or every look at the poopers. I know the poopers. <laughs> they, and they got the room by the elevator. <laughs> Why doesn't it smell more? Oh, it's chocolate. No. Oh gosh. No, the gift that every a woman has. If you haven't given this, then. You know, this is an idea for you. Okay. Um, or a gay guy, you know, who's looking for a gift for his um, lover or husband um, or a gay woman. You know, anyone can, anyone can use this, whatever, whoever you like. Okay. Um, you, you just get a little, a little, it can be like a little jewelry box or a little tchotchke box or whatever this person kind of like could be a little watering can, whatever would sort of epitomize a cute little something that epitomizes what who the person, are. who they are. Okay. And then inside that, then you put in like, like, like it's Chinese fortune cookie, little folded pieces of paper that are good to redeem for My certain things. Oh, I, I would okay, always say clever. that one is only uh, good on one Sunday that's right, and, and right. July. Right, right, right. Exactly. <laughs> I have you can so make, many examples. Yeah, you, they can be exceptions. Yeah, kind of funny, but you could just put in a few of those. Yeah. And like that is a well-received gift. gift. And it's really, it's, imagi- it's more imagination. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's sure to delight. Yes. So we give yes. you that. And men. And I know you've done that. I totally have. And I have done that. Yeah. And Donnie's probably been the recipient. And if you haven't, you've still got time. Well, good. Yeah. But and I relief. think men can do the same. Yes, like of I'm going That's what I mean. to, um, you know, I'm going to do the dishes for yeah, a week yeah. or something. I, anyone whatever. can yeah, yeah, do this. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. why I realize it doesn't have to be a, a specific. But uh, even though, you know, um, I think, uh, I don't know. All right. I'm not going to let you think anymore. That was a lot of thinking already during my segment. Yeah, that's true. I'm going to tell you the Minnesota, the most popular Valentine Day candy by state. This just doesn't surprise me. Minnesota, it's a heart-shaped box of chocolates that I'm just going to say. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasts podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. So is every other state. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, but go ahead. What were they, Donnie? Well, I don't know. I have to go and find it now. Listen, I just gave you Minnesota. I <laughs> Don't you love getting like, like a really good, like, like um, you know, our truffles from chocolate Celeste or, or the I love caramels, them. a dark. I bet go to chocolate caramel. Celeste and pick out your own. It's right here. It's on University and Transfer Road. Oh yeah. my gosh! So I love chocolates, like the good ones. The good ones, yeah. The good Any, ones, but anything like, oh yeah, they're to die. I for. always get Casey chocolate. Yeah, I like to it's do because he loves. I'm just chocolate. thinking right now. I would love chocolate. Yeah, I need to get going. What do you mean? Well, you know, I've got thing one and thing two. Okay, what do you think the space... is that so cute that you're going to get your is, boys a Valentine's Is there... Gift? What is Aww. the name of the space... Is it going to be Aww. socks and underwear and then like I'd a like candy I'd like them bar? to take home the socks I bought them for Christmas. Oh. Okay, I mean, so they don't care. Be, really? They, they haven't care. taken them home from your house yet? No. Oh. Okay. Well, I'll get it another time. Yeah. <laughs> Never get time for that. Right. Well, no one in their 20s ever I'm really I'm taking them skiing. Socks. For Valentine's? That's, I just decided, because I am taking them skiing. That's going to be their Valentine's. Nice. We're going to go to Afton and do skiing. Right. They're going to go. Do they know it? Yes. Like, do they have girlfriend yeah, plans or anything? No, not on Valentine's. Oh. We're going to go over the weekend. Oh, got it. Yeah, but we're going to go. We planned Fun. it today. One of them says, I hear you're taking the other one. Don't forget to take me. And one of them says, I hear you're taking the other one. Don't forget to take me. <laughs> Isn't that nice? It's hysterical. Yeah. They're going on their first real trip together without us. That they bought their own airline tickets and all that stuff. Oh, no parents! Yeah, so they're on their own cut. dime. Yeah. How fun! I know. Yeah, that'll right? be that'll be a blast. I think so too. Okay, so if you're wondering, um, Lori, you that would know, be share- the one place I would go with you. I would go and stay at Copper Mountain or. You know, I I like Summit County. That's my kind of skiing, Julia. I know. I get it's so high up. I'm a, yeah. Okay, we will do that. All right. So here, when Lori shared this delightful story about um, a passenger next to her on the airplane who shimmied off her um, leggings, leggings, which were her pants. Yes, <laughs> during a flight to um, LA on yeah, Sun Country. Yep. Yeah. And so now that you've been. All, this happens on all This planes. happens all the time. All so carriers. It everyone does, does not, something goofy. It doesn't matter what There's a is. whole Twitter site called Passenger Shaming. There's no airline that Let me just tell it because you. people are people. People are people. They do the weirdest. Like you, Depeche Mode. They do. And the barefoot on the footrest, you know, on your armrest, that one gets me too. Yeah. Okay. Female passenger is filmed. She took her underpants and she's drying them in the vent. You know, where the air vent. For 20 minutes <laughs> while on a flight to Moscow. I mean, she's... <laughs> Other passengers said she didn't seem embarrassed at all drying, <laughs> drying her underwear. The eyewitness described how shocked everyone was. But, uh, we no, one, it. but we, no one said a no word. No one said a thing. Because when people do the most shocking things, you're in shock. Take your underpants down from there. I know. Well...
Let's see what's if Holly's going to untangle the traffic. Well, we're going to try. Your My Talk Traffic is brought to you by 071. Everything Entertainment. And darling, I know it's getting late. So what do you say we leave this place? Walk me home in the day. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out for you. Oh, my gosh. Do we have a great book for you to read? We're really excited. The author is joining us. Tiffany Sow is with us, and her book is called The Majesties, and it is so good, Tiffany. Congratulations on writing one hell of a book. Hi, Tiffany. Hey, are you there? Oh, no, not the phones again. Not the phones. phones. We're calling Australia, you guys. It's 9.30 in the morning tomorrow. Hold on. (laughs) I'm going to ask what's happened with the stock market when it opened. (laughs) Honestly, that's always so weird. It's tomorrow morning. It is February 12th. 12th. That is so weird. All right. Well, while Donnie gets her back up. I will just say this book is, and I think you and I both have the exact same amount of book left. Yes, we do. Uh, we are three fourths mm-hmm. of the way through, and um, I kind of am glad I don't know exactly how this ends because it starts with an ending. Yes, it does, and then the story peels back from there. Yeah. And I don't want to rush this book because I'm so intrigued with the whole concept story, and I would call it a dark, crazy rich Asians because yeah. it involves you know domestic abuse. And these two sisters and the controlling way. But you've got these rich families, you know, Indonesia, yeah. Chinese. I mean, it's got kind of all these elements. And it then does. It, it, and the most gorgeous cover I think I've ever seen no, on a book this year. It makes me want to learn how to paint. The cover so beautiful. My hairdresser was like, I would buy that painting and same. hang it on a That's wall. That's what I said. Lori, same. I know. We'll have to take a, we'll, we'll, we'll tweet it. I'll so, tweet it out this book. It's called The Majesty. Yeah. While Donnie's trying to get a hold well, of her. Well, she's. Anyway, well, I think I like uh, the book because I like. I like how disquieting it is. Yeah, that's a good word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, That's a good word. I'm in, I really am enjoying it. It's different than what I thought. It 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 is. Um, it's good. I just feel we've been on a book rush. So because well, like, we the the book last week. I got how like quickly two, she disappeared. I didn't even Did get it. In, that one? No, because it came two days before it was on. So that one I'm still having. Like, how do I get and through? Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it. It's a lot of work, people. This job. Julia, <laughs> we're gonna kidding. we're gonna take a we're gonna take a couple weeks break. Yeah, we are. We've given so I people can, ideas. I'm gonna read all I my wonder, books. Did you finish the Diane Chamberlain book? Of course I did. Yeah. I loved that. Small. Big lies in a small town. Yeah, that was really good. And I tried to find more books by her. I thought she was really good. But I'm reading that. Um, oh, I want to read American Dirt. Yes, it's good. Isn't yes, it? it is. It's yeah. very good. Yeah, and that's an interesting story. That was the one that was getting all the the crap from everybody, and she had to cancel her book tour. The book tour was I totally know. canceled because she was getting death threats. I know it was like Gayle King getting death threats oh! over. Over her interview and 
that she did with a WNBA player that had been broadcast for two days before. Then, then Snoop Dogg did an Insta and was very. I've lost my. I am um, very mad at him. I'm mad at him too. I'm very disappointed in Snoop Dogg, and he hosted Ellen with Martha on Friday. Yeah. Now they might have taped it, but he was threatening Gail King on yeah, Wednesday. He was. I'm done with him because she brought up Kobe with. A woman who was a, like a WNBA person who was a longtime friend, and they were talking about it. You have to listen to the whole thing yes. in context, but Snoop just went ballistic. And yes, he did. So did Fifty Cent. So did some other people. I've I'm done. Well, I'm 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 mad at him. I'm I disappointed in him. Okay. Well, while that's happening, Lori, did you know? No, I, I've got more to say about that. Oh, okay. Well, then I'm going to let you keep going. Well, just that you know, Gail. Uh, you know, was so upset about it and mad at CBS and she didn't show up last Friday and, you know, Gail K- or Oprah went on a show yeah. and people see, here's the thing that clips of things like headlines. Of, yeah. Snippets of, I mean, they can be very They're salacious to and, bring and, you in. And sometimes like we'll admit, you know, like if we're trying to read a serious story, we will say we have to read the whole thing in context yeah. because sometimes you don't know. All right, we've got our author. Do we have Tiffany? I, I hope so. Tiffany, are you there? Hi. Yay. Hi, Tiffany. Tiffany is tomorrow. Happy, yeah, we know it's 930. Tomorrow morning, and we won't make you give us any stock tips or anything, but it is Australia. And Okay, so we got to talk about your book, The Majesties. Give people the setup. We absolutely... Love it. It is a disquieting, beguiling thriller. That's just how we'll describe it. So you describe the story, though. Oh, gosh. Um, you know, I never get the elevator pitch down, no matter how many times, times you I, do um, it. You know, yeah, exactly. But um, So it starts out with a murder. I think that's the most sensational part about it. Right away. It um, begins with... Uh, uh, woman waking up, but it turns out she's in a coma, and she finds out that um, 300 um, of her family and friends have been murdered by her sister, and then actually she's the victim of that attempted murder herself, so she's trying to um, go back to her memories and figure out um, what's happened and why her sister did it, and so as you go back into the past, you realize more and more dark things about the family's history and the sisters' lives. It's it's so, I mean, it's... Sorry, there's a bit of feedback. So. Yeah, oh, we, we hear it, too. There, it, it is really, though, the way you're telling the story and, and the two sisters, you know, Gwendolyn and Estella, and, you know, I think this is even blurbed on your book it is kind of the darker side of crazy rich Asians because these families have all this money and you kind of it's sort of a fascinating aspect of the book about again wealth and that kind of money right and person, marrying in the family and, and you know, the ruthlessness of the fan you know and how you describe the women and how the gossip is just you know like is like giving us mm-hmm. honey you know, it's just you really paint this really just amazing picture that keeps you turning the pages. And we have to just ask you, because I got asked at my beauty salon today, I'm getting my hair done. And the woman says, I need to buy that art piece. Your it's cover beautiful. is so amazing. Do you love it? 
Oh, yes. Yes, I love it so much. The artist is actually um, this Korean-American artist called Joseph Lee. Oh, it's... Um, and um, someone named Jacob Yacobelli did the... Oh, sorry. James Yacobelli did the cover design. Oh, it's really, it's, so good. it's really, um, really so... good. It's really good, and you know I what? Know. Yeah, it's just lovely, Tiffany. Were you guys... Um, did you watch any of the Oscars at all? Were people excited about Bong and the whole Parasite cast and everybody winning, cleaning up at the Oscars? Uh, I was just really excited that, um, yeah, a foreign film won. Right. right. And, you know, I've watched Parasite, so I really loved it. Um, but, you know, it's, what, it's really spot on, right? That whole um, portrayal of the rich and the thoughtlessness of the rich yes. you know, even at their nicest it's kind of i mean i'm um, and that's what i wanted to capture yeah and you do capture that in the majesties in that way it does because there is this disquiet it's like all oh, these people have all the money in the world right and yet all these secrets and now you've the story i've never read a story no. from this perspective of a girl laying in a coma you know and going back and forth and did was there did you hear of any crime like this i mean was this an actual event or where in your imagination did this come from uh so my imagination is just very dark okay um well good to know it tends towards the morbid <laughs> So um, murder is on my mind a lot. Death is on my mind. Um, I have small children, and I think I think about death even more. Interesting, <laughs> um, yeah. You know, just because of the paranoia of being a mother and, like, yeah. so worried about all of the awful things that could happen to them. <laughs> and you really do spin the story. Now, both Julia and I have... We have just, like, a fourth of the book left, so we don't know what your final twist is for us but i i will say that we are really enjoying it and just recommending this for people who are looking for a great book to read we really love the majesties so good job oh that makes me so happy it has thank you you know tiffany in the book you it's um okay we're running out of time so i want to ask you the question we ask all of our authors what's the last great book you've read Oh, um, I recently read this book called Abandon, and it's by um, Sangeeta Bandhadhyay, I think, um, okay. from the Bengali, so it's translated from the Bengali. Um, and it's just a really amazing book about this woman who, um, she um, has a child, and she's an author, a struggling author, but she's plunged into the deepest, um, like, um, you know, just hardest circumstances. And um, it's just a reflection about, you know, um, I guess trying to work and trying to be an artist, but also having to deal with your responsibilities in the material world. Okay. And the misogyny she faces is just amazing. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Okay. That's all right. No, listen listen to to you, Tiffany. You're good. Well, that's why we like to ask authors that question. And um, just congratulations on the Majesties. We're recommending it. And thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, you're so welcome. We got a little echo of feedback, but we are we are calling tomorrow. In Australia. <laughs> That's what this was our first time really calling tomorrow. Thank you so much, Tiffany. Mm-hmm. The Majesties, we've got a couple books to give away. Yep.
651-641-1071. Maybe some new listeners who haven't won a book in a while. Yep. Give us a buzz. And when we come back, it's Hollywood speak, isn't it? Yes, it is. All right, we'll be back. These people you hear talking everything entertainment are Lori and Julia with producer Donnie Love on My Talk 1071. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood's speaking! What is the meaning of this? What is the meaning of this? Okay, so Shia LaBeouf was asked, you know, he was at the Oscars presenting with his co-star from Peanut Butter Falcon, and uh, he was asked about Rages of the Larker lost arc yeah because they're doing a fifth installment he's i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Said, uh, those people really didn't like me. A lot of people like me a lot, but not them. So I guess he means J.J. Abrams and... Steven Spielberg? Spot possibly Harrison Ford mm-hmm. possibly I have no idea but um, I know Karen Allen is returning as Marion oh and, she is and Harrison Ford is returning as well who's right. turning seventy eight in July and I saw him last night on um, he was on Kimmel, Kimmel. and was he, he good was he funny he actually was Kimmel showed a photo of him building a a, a recording studio for somebody. I can't remember the guy's name. We would recognize it. Yeah. 1970. No, but it's a music right, guy. Right, right, right. And 1970, Harrison Ford, no shirt, big hair, oh. stoned as hell. And, Beautiful. Uh, carpenter. They talked about his carpenter days. Oh, okay. And, you know, Because that's go- what he was before he was kind of found his niche in acting. Well, as before he got cast as in Amer- maybe American Graffiti came first. I don't know. That's, or well, Star Wars. I, I saw him in a in a, a James Coburn movie. Yeah, where oh, okay. He, like a he played a, he played a bellman that delivered a message. Yeah, okay. this is for you, sir. And that then was maybe it. it was American Graffiti, <laughs> and then Might it was Star Wars. The uh, studio was for Sergio Mendes. That's who yes, he built the studio that's for. who it was. So he built this. That you know the the recording artist, and so um, anyway, he was fun, but he was talking about the Call of the Wild. The Jack London novel. Oh, that's the that's new movie the that movie. he's in. In a couple of weeks, it's coming out. Yeah. It looked cute. Anyway, he was good. He looked well-rested and tan and just slightly Did grumpy. He- and he referenced Callista when Jimmy Kimmel asked him, is she impressed with any handyman work you do? And he said, not really. Callista Flockhart, if you remember her, from The Lost Show. Abby, or Allie, Allie McBeal. McBeal. Yes. Okay, Julie, the Visual Effects, uh, effects Society... Uh, released a statement to the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences to please properly honor the craft of visual effects and all the crafts as it moves forward. And why this was is because their award was being given out when James Corden and Rebel Wilson came dressed as cats to present the award. For best visual effects. I thought it was hysterical. I did too, but apparently they felt um, it was... Not respectful 
and that they visual effects was getting the scapegoating taint, bad smell of cats. Okay. Because they were making Hello, fun. Hello, so sensitive. Because okay. I got to be honest with you, we knew more about visual effects from that from cats and the Irishman than we ever have known really about right. all the wonderful, respectful things okay. that this group of people are doing. I don't think we realized they were giving away visual effects. It was lost on this. I was like more impressed with the ballsiness of that they were making Same. fun. But the visual effects. Academy's board chair had this to say to the Hollywood reporter, and I quote, this one incident, every ear perked up. See what he did Mm -hmm. there? Though, doubtfully, it was the intention. It was somewhat insulting. I think they loved it. They haven't had this much news for visual effects ever. That's what I'm saying. All right. Don't he, shoot the messenger. I think he meant to say, though doubtfully, it was not the intention. Right, right. No, I know. <laughs> okay, uh, John Peters, the messy aftermath of the 12-day marriage, but the certificate not filed between Pamela Anderson and the 74-year-old movie producer John Peters has now lasted longer than the damn actual marriage without the filing. It's now gone longer than 12 He days. realizes that Pam Anderson marry me was really pay off my bills. Well, they lasted 11 days, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And they had an old love affair and she married her old boyfriend from the 80s and got married in secret, but their half of the, her two kids were there, his kids were there, then she left after five days and she said her heart was too open from a spiritual cleanse. She shouldn't have agreed to marry him. And John said, hey, wait a second. I paid off all your bills. She proposed to me. They're all this back and forth. John releasing a text message that he did for word for word, you know, but he did. I like that. He said, you know, there's no fool like an old fool. That's right. Okay. I mean, there's no fool like an old fool. And he's talking about a part in a movie that he has for, and he wishes her the best, but he's worked and saved 200 million and he wants to leave for the kids and he doesn't want to get in the lawyer, blah, blah, blah. All this drama for a marriage that curdled faster than milk. Okay, and he said, this, if she meant I was controlling, I've paid her bills since she was broke. I bought her a completely new wardrobe. I didn't want to say anything, just wanted to be, we were going our separate ways. But then I read her page six article and I felt I needed to tell my true story. Oh, thank you for telling Okay, here's what Pam said. Oh, spoken. Oh, come on. These claims are not only entirely fabricated, they are ludicrous. Despite Mr. Peters' efforts to elicit a response from Ms. Anderson, she has no comment to provide and wishes him well. Would you please, Hollywood, speak that? Um, John Peters is telling the truth. Pamela Anderson really is... Behold the businesswoman. ...is is above it and doesn't want to even react to the truth. She's just trying to pay off that platinum pool. She is, and she was using her... You know what she knows how to use. The, the old, the, the, these are ludicrous and fabricated. <laughs> it means it's all true, basically. Boy, oh boy. That's true. Okay, here's another one for you to Hollywood speak if you can, uh, if you want to. Nicki Minaj says Prince Harry's a real man for quitting the royal family for Meghan Markle. Nicki Minaj? Yeah. She said, kudos to Harry, because let me tell you something. And this is what I love about my husband. Real men always say a happy wife, a happy life. That's what real men say. I think I don't. I feel is, like that's been more from 
the dad to the son. Yeah, but that, but it is a true statement. It is a true and statement. And I guess Nicki Minaj needed a headline. Yeah. I can't comment on this one. Be- you know there's another D-I-V-O-R-C-E happening between Queen Elizabeth's eldest grandson and his Canadian wife of many years. 12 years. Is 12 years many years? I think so. They've got two children together, and she's the one who's been speaking out about understanding Meghan Markle's oh, is that position right? and wanting to go back to Canada. And I don't think it does in years as many years. Well, we don't know how long they dated. What is many? 20. What's a lot? 40. That's What's really some? Mean. A dozen. Oh. Or seven to eight. Maybe five to eight. All right. What's 12 years, Laurie? A dozen. Okay. Donnie, hit her. <laughs> Hurry up. I, I've got that sock I've a bunch of... i rules already. Yeah, I know it. What? I know it. Well, okay. <laughs> I mean, she's, she's used to divorce in the royal family, Julia. This is not going to come as any shock to No, Queen I know, Elizabeth. but I think it's kind of interesting because she's another Canadian... Well, she's a Canadian gal, and now she's... There's no... There's no... What are you trying... Don't marry people outside of our circle is what the Queen's going to... She's given up on trying to get involved with any. I mean, she couldn't even control her wandering wiener on her husband, you know. And and I mean, I think he went all around the world, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Literally. Literally, some people do that with scotch, others with women. Yeah, and you know why? Round, round, you know round. why Ray Donovan got uh, canceled? The number one reason? Why moving it to New York? The union. Is too expensive. Prices were killing the show. Would they show. move it back? Will they move it there, back? There might be talk. There might be another night. Netflix might do it, but I think they got to oh. come back to LA, get out of New York. And he said everyone's salary things were coming up for mm-hmm. renewal. Right. But the biggest thing was filming in New York is really expensive. That's right. right. Yeah. That's why very few shows even do Sex it anymore. Sex in the City was in New York. Yeah, Law and Order. But they did yeah. a lot in Silver Cup Studios. Yeah, they did, which is in New Jersey. But every time they do a street scene and everything, 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 even lifting up a cord and plugging it in as a union yeah, guy. Right. Don't touch right. that! So that, he said it. The showrunner said it. So like okay. he made it sound like, like maybe they're talking to people, though. Oh, good. I'll I'll try and find like out what his name and we can... Oh, I don't I'll harass you. him like I'm trying to harass Harry Styles to be Mick Jagger in the Faithful movie. How's that going? No one's responding. No one cares. Shocking. <laughs> Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays, and Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy Five or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.